Welcome to the third episode of the Unedited by Steve podcast. I am with James. Say hi, James. Yep, this is me, also known as Elevation, Y-O-A-V-A-T-I-O-N. Yep, and we have over 20 years of friendship, uh, but the reason why James is first as the guest on the podcasting... Hold on a sec. Sorry for interrupting. Didn't you just say third episode? Third episode, first guest. I interviewed myself twice. Right. Okay, I need to catch up then. Yeah. And obviously, like, everyone who knows me knows that I can talk shit and talk to myself. So I did that twice for under 10 minutes. First one is ticked. Second one... I've not heard you talk to yourself yet. So okay, right. yeah. So the first podcast was, <laughs> Hi, my name's Steve and I'm trying to do a podcast and I don't know what to talk about. Uh, uh. The second one, I got into the NBA uh, first round of the playoffs and spoke about some of the stuff that was going on in the NBA. Okay. And then, then I re- reached out to you and I was like, I need a jingle, James. James, I need a... <laughs> And it was a voice note that is now uh, officially the starting track. Uh, talk to me about how you figured out what I needed from what I gave you. Uh, that's a good question. Can I put my glasses on? Of course you can. Yeah, I don't want the listeners to actually see my face. Is that because you got puffy eyes? I have got puffy eyes because the, the brief that Steve gave me and what he wanted for the, the jingle... Was uh well, I asked him a lot of details of what he wanted, and he basically wanted something that represented him. And that's kind of difficult when somebody says that because because people have different moods, and then you end up being your interpretation of what person that I know. So I know Steve likes hip hop, and he wanted a hip hop beat. He actually said like a Jay Dilla beat. I'm not sure what I gave you was like a J. Dilla beat, but it's definitely a head nada. Yeah, so, um, uh, Mr. J. Dilla beat memo, but got it right. And I think the way that that conversation actually went was, I sent a voice note going, I want, and then you was like, is that J. Dilla, or is it Naz, or is it more Buster, or is it country and western? Then you were like, do you want it played in a C- minus or an F positive? And and then I was like, you're taking this way too seriously. Then you asked for how long, and you were like, how long have I got? And I was like, it's my birthday in 14 days. And you were like, bet. Yeah. And then it turned up 28 days later. It wasn't that much later, was it? No, it was like three days after, to be fair. Yeah, because I forgot how long I said the deadline was. You forgot my birthday after 20 something years of. Yeah, but it's like. Shit happens, man. So, yeah, we agreed 14 days, which was plenty of time. And then I just got caught up doing other stuff because I'm working on other projects. So... And when you sent me a message, and then I realised it was your birthday, so I wished you a happy birthday. And, and then says, and and started then, the project. And then, <laughs> and then started the project. So it's give me a, a few days so I can finish off what I was working on. And then I just started it. And then um, I think I, I just I found a vibe. And I sent it to you, and then you tried to play it off like you were too cool to, to give me credit for it. 
Ah. Like, like you weren't breaking your neck when you was playing it back. I mean, I played it and I smiled and I was like, he's got it. He got it right. And then we kind of played with it a little bit, didn't we? Like we took like half a second or so out and then we pitted it out or you did. And then we got the version that's at the start of this podcast if the editing has worked, which will... Yeah, because uh, the, the end... Cause I you got some a... chick, hadn't it? You rang some electro chick and she was like, it's the Bankstein podcast. Yeah, zero dot zero. In, but I wasn't sure if I typed, in, typed it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. So then it was just one of those things to... to... Make sure you're happy with what I've sent and you're happy with the AI voice at the end. And the AI voice is gone? She's gone? Oh, she's gone? She's gone. Because I, I did send Steve... Like three. all the other chicks in my life, gone. <laughs> so I did send Steve three versions. One is just more, more or less instrumental. One with the chick at the end and one without the chick at the end. I kind of got the vibe, like I played the chick three times mm. and then, again, like most of the women in my life, then I decided that I'd had enough of her. And okay. I was like, I'll just go go solo. Yeah, sometimes you need the right chick in your life, and if it's not the right chick, then yeah. Send, exactly, send, job send, done. Yeah, send her on her way. Done it. Yeah, no bus pass, no bus fare, no Uber fees. Oh, don't even talk to me about Ubers. Like, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do we've had like a 40 minute conversation before we even got to the podcast about James leaving one of his many pairs of sunglasses in an yeah, Uber my, today. My favourite pair of sunglasses, which I bought in Miami. More than 10 years ago, 2008, I bought them. And since 40, we're talking about girls out of your life. <laughs> <laughs> My ex didn't like those glasses, and that's why I loved them. That's why she sent that Uber driver to your house today. <laughs> she must have she, done. she intercepted the Uber man. <laughs> and she was like, fuck your glasses. Yeah, she must have done, man, bitch. Um, hopefully she doesn't hear this podcast anyway. Cause uh, she's my only follower. She's the only follower. Yeah. Oh, damn, damn. Hopefully, I'll have we're two doomed. more after this. Yeah, I'm gonna take back my jingle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, on to like a little bit more of a serious thing. So some people don't know who you are. Um, no one some knows people, who I am. yeah, no one knows who you are, and no one knows what you do. Uh, obviously, I have first first port of call contact with you, so I see the music that you release, and I see the people that you're working with. Like, mm-hmm. give. If you were talking to me like I'm an idiot, like you do sometimes, like tell me like what you do, who you work with, where you're at musically, and where people would have heard or found you, maybe. All right. Uh, There's a lot of questions in there. There is a lot of questions. I am. Um, I was born a musician, but a musician. What are you laughing for? <laughs> born a musician. Yeah, born, that's was, true. You've always been a musician. I've always been a musician. I was on stage at five years old. I won't tell you how old I am now. Steve knows, so if you want to, if you want to know, you can ask Steve. Yeah, so I was, I was, I'd say I was born a musician, so it wasn't by choice. Uh, been on stage since about five years old, or been in a band from about then. Uh, done too many. I've lost count of, of course, I'm going to lose count of how many gigs I've done, places I've been. Um, but my main passion uh, is actually producing, which I think I was introduced to around. 88 I think yeah so 88 I think I went around to a family friend studio uh, and then I just fell in love with composing so I've done a lot of composing a lot of my early stuff hasn't actually gone anywhere so there's a lot of stuff on cassettes man said Um, cassette I was just I was gonna say like I remember a conversation on Ken Ken's Drive 
mm-hmm. about the lost tapes. Like all the stuff that was Jay Diller before Jay Diller was Jay Diller. Right. Um them them lost tapes needs to go onto Steve's records, don't they? I don't I'm not gonna agree to that unknown podcast. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> But yeah, I think I will. Cause I spoke to Ken the other day actually, and Ken says that he, I think it was a CD he must have played in his car or something, and he had some of my old beats on there, and it was one of my favorite ones. So I think I'm gonna have to release a lot of my old stuff and just go back through the catalog, even if they they need. I can't re I can't re redo anything because computers and technologies change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be hard to go back to those days. But I think I'm just going to have to do a remaster and just put them out as last tapes or whatever. But as my other pursuit in them. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to go by uh, Medieval back in the day. In the I, old days? In the old days. I think it, my first name was Wizard, then Medieval, and then Illa, and then I extended it to Elevation. But yeah, I work with, uh, I've done lots of stuff, release stuff on record labels, uh, house stuff, reggae, mainly. Um, doing a lot of reggae stuff these days, but I can produce anything. Uh, where, where does it? Where musically, where does your passion lie? When you think about like the type of music that you want to be involved in, because obviously I, I know that you've done the house stuff. Mm. I see that you release more reggae now, um, mm. but like when you dig into your soul, like where are you most passionate? But I was, well, I was, I was born into reggae okay. or, and calypso. Okay. So um, I think those are my roots. Yeah. But because like growing up in the teenage years, being introduced to hip hop, and then introduced to garage, and then house, and then jungle and drum and bass and all the different genres. So, so I don't. I, I like everything. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's the um, right answer. <clears throat> like if you were to be like, ah, oh, I love composing classical, but I'm working with all this reggae, and boy, that's stressful. Like nah, reggae's home and it's easy. Like house music is kind of um is more fun. Uh I think you can kinda of be yourself with house or you can kinda of take the piss when you're doing house mm. and garage. Whereas I think I take reggae too seriously. Serious, serious. And uh like I, I kinda of miss doing hip hop as well. But I think because hip hop's mainly an American genre, I think um it's kind of a hard market and I know they're doing like garage uh, grime and trap and all that now i'm not feeling it as much i can do it of course yeah i don't have the clientele that's the thing like isn't it like with with english hip-hop like i'm a music guy not as much as you but i try try and keep up mm-hmm. but i think like with english hip-hop you kind of like you just don't you don't have the regional vibes that i see like in american hip-hop so much yeah so when you think about like that east coast west coast like the southern states of America, like there's very like clinical differences in like how they produce their music, the yeah, tone, yeah, the yeah. beat, the rap, the flow, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and then we get English hip hop, and you're just like it's getting better. Like it's it's a lot better in recent history. Yeah, well, are, are you classing trap and grime as uh, English hip hop? No, but I feel like we have artists that are trying. To like be a bit more hip hop, but then obviously like we, I mean I suppose I, individually like you group some stuff into like what is constitute as like rap or hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. um, okay. like I suppose when you go back, go back to like ten fifteen years, were the streets hip hop 
rap like where does that where does like where does that fall into it where does Stormzy fall into it like they're 20 years apart yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. like they're trying to fall into that kind of genre aren't they of like urban which I hate yeah 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 basically rapping over a beat yeah exactly because uh, old like Mike Skinner was the one mm-hmm. like but where does that fall like it's not it's definitely not grime it's too early for grime it's not quite hip hop is it rapping yeah, it was kind of um, hold it down, son. Your head's with, getting blurred. Yeah, without disrespect, it was kind of in between everything. Yeah, I can't. It, it believe wasn't quite garage. Of a... Although some of the tracks were at garage speed, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early grime because the speed like 140 BPM. So oh, I got scientific. <clears throat> yeah, because it's. I like, like it. Yeah, because they, they all talk about the speed of each different track. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. What it relates to, and you get that more than I do. Because like again, like if you if you look at like a Nas beat or a Nas flow mm. in relation to like what like a Buster beat might be like, like yeah. there's like there's, there's a difference there, isn't there? But they both fall under the same umbrella for me. But if you're going to talk beats per minute, like on yeah, well you see hip hip hop for me because I don't listen to too much of what's going on now, whether it's America or UK. Yeah. Yeah. What was the last most recent thing that you kind of bought into and liked? I don't have the time for it. I'm more studying what I'm doing, so I'm focused. Student of the game, Not student even, of your game. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm stu- student of my own game, master of I'm, your game. Because bef- before, I don't know what it is. When you get older, time seems to fly. But back then, you could listen to an album or go and buy an album and then get on with something. But these days, it just seems like as soon as you start a project, you're on it all day. Did- I I always you don't is, want to listen to anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna park this for half a second because I remember, and I'm gonna say because I don't remember the timeline. I'm gonna say like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. We was in we was in the Weatherspoons in Mosley. Right. We was probably drinking rare nephews and limes, <laughs> trying to trying to get a couple of cheap ones in before we went either to the Hare and Hounds or the so, Prince yeah. or wherever something like that. Yeah. And I remember saying to Kenny. I was like, Ken, like I got this CD for you. That's how long ago it was because it was a CD. Gave him a CD and he got J Electronica on it. Right. And, J- and Kenny was like, sick. Took the CD. And then about five years later, we went back to the Weatherspoons, And it was literally the same conversation where Kenny had it with me. And Kenny was like, I heard this guy on the radio. His name's J Electronica, Steve. Which told me that he never listened to the CD. And I gave him the track with like about three albums on and all these freestyles. And, like, me and him still have this running joke about the fact that, like, <laughs> I'm so far ahead of him, like, with up-to-date music, because I have time to listen to music, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, like, every now and then, like, I give him, like, now an MP3 or a file or a fucking Spotify link or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. He, do- he clearly doesn't listen to it because he's married with kids, and that's fine because he's living his best life. Mm-hmm. And then about 18 months later, he's like, ah, have you heard of this guy called Jay-Z? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> he's introducing yes. the stuff that you wrote. You yeah, 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 about. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, like uh, for the people who don't know us, there's like me, you, Kenny, and Carl, in essence, yeah. as a quattro, and we all have massively different lives, and we're all on massively different timelines. Mm-hmm. Like, why we're all pretty much the same age. So we live in this world where, like, you're in Apart the studio. Grim, Grim's, Carl, Carl's a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Only yeah. by one year. One yeah, day. yeah. He's also got a Mexican passport. <laughs> um, and, you know, don't tell immigration that he's, he's here illegally. Um, can't do that. Um, You'll miss him if, if we do that. <laughs> I mean, they should have left him in Lisbon, to be fair, or wherever they went. Uh, I'd got that one picture. I don't know if you checked the uh, the group chat from Carl's stag, and he's just in the middle of what looks like uh, a Zaf's or a Caspian's pizza, and he's just like, who? <laughs> but he's got these pub-like <laughs> cheeks, and he's just absolutely mullered. But yeah. um, wish I could have been there. Um, yeah, so do I. But um, funny. That's life, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, going back to that like, whole like roll on different timelines, like four with the four best friends in the whole wide world. But like, <laughs> I don't know that song. Do you not? I just made it up. It, it's going on stage records as well. Um, but obviously, like, it's almost milky bar kiddish. Wow, you just called me white racist I jokes didn't call on, you white on racist. a pod. The melody, the melody line was very similar, if not the same. You're probably gonna get done for copyright now. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, four best friends in the whole wide world, massively on different timelines, mm-hmm. living different lives, trying to like do that adult thing where we all try and find one day a year where we can all meet up now, yeah. which is it's gonna get harder because one's married, one's getting married, and two, two are nowhere near getting married, but we're both self-employed, and then yeah. uh, just trudging through the self-employed life at different paces. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kids involved and there's all lots of things that kind of like in, don't enable us to join up but it kind of puts us all in different places so like yeah, even like yeah, with simple yeah. stuff like music it's kind of like that whole like ah oh, did you catch the latest and then the latest to Carl or Kenny is not the latest to you or me and well, vice and differently well, the, the, the truth is or my truth is or what I believe is that you're all ahead of me when it comes to other people's music Yes, because which is it, funny because you're the musician. Yeah, because like your continued professional development, as they call it in like the professional world, is yeah. you should be listening to all of the music because you're trying to absorb as much music as possible to make your music better. But then, if you do that, does that skew your ability and your creative imagination? It stops me from doing what I'm doing yeah. now. Um, one of the artists I'm working with, Shada Roden. Shout out, Sharda. Yeah, Sharda Roden. Big up wherever you are. Uh, Probably in London. Everyone's in London. She's actually in London. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I I produced the track for her. Uh, I asked her what kind of vibe she's on. And she, I think she says, like, dance hall vibes. Dance hall. You put an accent on her. (laughs) Look, Look, my parents are Jamaican, so me talking like this is... Very unnatural. Yeah, yeah. So dancehall vibes. Yo, just talk, talk natural for the people. No, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> so dancehall, <laughs> dancehall vibes. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm like, like, like who? So I'm trying to work out where she's feeling because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's different dancehall artists doing different styles. So um, she says, "Well, I need to be out there having a listen, basically." Yeah. And I'm like. I can't be asked with that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why do I want to go to a club and listen? That sounds like she just wanted to go out and go for a dance. Nah, nah I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would if she asked. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Very nice lady. Okay. But, um, I'm sure that's not what she was implying. No, I didn't mean but, necessarily like with you, but like, just yeah, it. Like, yeah, she just yeah, wanted yeah, a night yeah. out on the town. 
well, she she's she's an artist, so she's I I am I'm assuming because I don't know her that well. Yeah, I'm assuming that she's out all the time, so she's kind of more up to date with what's going on. Whereas I don't go out, so if I'm not in the studio making music, I'm on stage performing. Yeah, and it's very rarely anything up to date. Okay, from playing in a reggae band, playing cover songs, it's very rarely anything this side of 2020. Yeah, I get that because like I think the last time we caught up here, like in my lounge, yeah, like I put on my 2023 podcast. Uh, my 2023 Spotify playlist and I'm like ah oh, this is a nice track it's Benny the Butcher and you're like who? yeah I don't know who that is yeah yeah and like my exposure to new music as a person who lives with his airpods in walking to and from work every day and walking around the work workplace mm. and so like I expose myself to new music all the time and I'm also mm-hmm. Spotify in itself not advertising Spotify although my podcast is on Spotify um is you know Spotify tells me when Benny the Butcher releases a new track it tells me when like J. Cole releases a new track and also like the way that the algorithms work I believe is that if I listen to a whole J. Cole track Mm -hmm. the algorithm goes he likes J. Cole give him something similar but then like if it throws an S Club song in there and I skip it it's like it doesn't like S Club anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then it doesn't give you that so like it's this like whole funnel system of like this is all the artists in the world were forever trying to figure out what you like and we'll give you more of it so here's a question now because you've asked me a lot of questions okay. does, does that suit you because it's clever it's clever shit it, it, but does that suit you so interestingly the one thing that I have found historically because I I took a long time to go to Spotify mm-hmm. I was an Apple Music guy for years right, okay. because I knew what I wanted yeah, yeah and like yeah. I stand by this I was like Naz is my favourite artist I love listening to El's Eye I love Jay Diller beats mm-hmm. and this is what I want but then I never stepped outside of that so like right. I'd just stay in that kind of like bubble of like these are my 30 favourite artists y- yeah and I would cycle their new stuff cycle their old stuff every now and then I'd stumble across something but Apple Music never gives you a bone it never right. gives you like a, what about this? Right, okay. What about this? What about like a new Jabez beat? Do you know what I mean? And then I was yeah, like, oh. Yeah. So then when I went to Spotify, Spotify would be like, oh, you like J. Cole? You like Naz? You like Dilla? Do you like new Jabez? And I'm like, who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, I like this. Okay. And then it would be like, okay, you like that. So do you like this? Nope. I hate that. And they'd be like, okay, cool, we'll never play you that again then. And that's the vibe that I got from Spotify quite quickly, that it was it was better at funneling what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And while I probably still miss out on stuff, I don't miss out on as much. Yeah, because you've been introduced to other stuff. Yeah, and if you just let Spotify play, and you put like, let's say you go with Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole, play that, that one track that they've got, whatever it's called, can't remember. Mm-hmm. And you just let it play from there. It'll be like, okay, we'll just play you a J. Cole track next. Then we'll play you another Butcher track. Then we'll play you like a... Uh, um, whatever. You just kind of get... along them lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, you're in the middle of the ocean. And it's like, how about this? And you're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. This is nice. And you're like, you just get exposed to, like, more. Okay. Um... 
Griselda, that was the word I was looking for, like a Griselda beat or a Griselda track. And then I was, and then you end up like in this because Griselda's a producer. So mm. then it's like you get all of the artists that Griselda produces. Right. So then you're like, oh, okay. Like, and then all of a sudden it revert, it goes all the way full circle. Then you get a Frank and Dank track, and you're like, oh, okay. this is actually what I really <laughs> flipping like. And then it's kind of like, okay, we know you now. And then like, and then someone comes around your house, logs into your Spotify, puts Taylor Swift on. And then, like, they mash up your whole algorithm. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you went that nice? <laughs> you're a six out of ten at best. And, like, you just put Taylor Swift in my Spotify. It, it, and to confuse. Yeah, and now my Spotify is like, do you want more Taylor? No. Nobody yeah, wants yeah. more Taylor. See, see, I, no, see, I, 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 do you need a drink? Have you got enough drink? Uh, I'm gonna, I could do with a tap of. Okay. Thinking, thinking about that, it, it's clever and I like it. But at the same time, but actually, now you've kind of answered the question for me already, because I was thinking, for instance, if you went to say S Club Seven, S Club, or whatever you, you said, S Club, yeah, yeah, but they could, they might have a track that's probably not hip hop that I might like, yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing being random. But again, Do- I don't have I have Spotify, but I, just, I don't play. It. The yeah, only yeah. time I need to is when I need a reference. For instance, I might do a. A new age, they call it new age. Uh, I can't even remember what they call it now. They got like roots music when we're talking about reggae. You got roots and you got the new age roots, which is kind okay. of like the new artists like uh, Chronics, Protege. Okay. Um, so if, if I've done a beat similar to that or an artist asks for something like that, I need them as references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the only time I, I, I become up to date is when I, when someone tells me to. to have a butcher's have a look yeah yeah of course and then that's it I, I just go back to doing my own thing yeah yeah it's interesting yeah. because it's kind of like it's I think that's probably what the opposite of what people would have expect of a musician I'm probably doing it backwards because I, I know a lot of producers have to keep up to date with what's going on I mean like even house music house music's constantly changing you know you'd have um, like piano house but it's more piano piano based or you or they'll go back to the old 90s with the organ-based sound or whatever. Yeah. Do you think, moving? important question, when we used to go to uh, Bushwhackers... I didn't go Bushwhackers with you guys. Okay. So when I used to go Bushwhackers... When you used to go Bushwhackers. I don't do even know where Bushwhackers is. I've heard the name. You don't know where Bushwhackers is? I don't know where Bushwhackers okay. is. Okay. If, so if I've been, it was I stumbled upon it. And you were mash up. And I was probably mashup. Okay. So I can't tell you where that is now. Okay. So we'll take bushwhackers out of the equation. So when you go to a house club, yeah, and there's a guy playing the saxophone, is he actually playing the saxophone? Oh, he is. And I know someone that does that for a living. That guy that just randomly just rocks around the club. He's a joke. He's been paid to play there and do that. I find that really interesting because I always used to find it quite funny when they used to go to bushwhackers. There was just a guy with a saxophone in the corner. And I'm like, is this guy actually playing or is it just on the, like... Is it in the backing track and it just sounds real good? Nah, my friend that does that, I'm in a band with, with Andy, Andy Sax. So he does that. How uh, convenient that his name's Andy Sax and then he learned to play the sax. His real name's not... It's, it's, it's <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. But yeah, nah, um... Like, he got... He got I'm, I'm sure he got spotted playing... 
saxophone somewhere. Yeah. And they liked his vibe. Okay. And he ended up playing for Plan B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So he did Plan B for however long. Was Plan, Plan B. B a rapper? Going back to the original question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. But so it just goes full circle, doesn't it? Back it, to that whole like, it, it, where does he fall? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now people getting married because they're playing a function band and we do a lot of weddings. And people have that as a request. The, the one, what did they call it? IB for sax at, at their wedding. IB for that's, sax. That's the title of it. But so that man's getting P as well. I'm not talking about anyone's funds. But people uh, get hired. Okay, to, people to, who play saxophone for Ibiza sax are getting P. Not him particularly, but across the board. Well, if, if someone requests it for your wedding, you're obviously going to get paid. Decent. Yeah, because it's a wedding anyway. It's a wedding anyway. So they play a couple of house tunes and then you walk around with your wireless microphone on your saxophone and you, you, walk, you dance and walk around the crowd playing your saxophone. How long would it take me to learn to play the saxophone? If you're committed, shouldn't take you too long, but it depends on how musical you are. Okay. I tell you this, uh, when I was at sec- my secondary school, te- he wasn't even my teacher at the time, he was he was helping out with the sports teacher. I can't remember his name off the top of my so head. So you was in PE and there was another teacher no, 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 no. helping the teacher. That sounds a little bit weird. <laughs> oh, come on, watch the kids in their shorts <laughs> no, and no, t-shirt. No, 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 it wasn't like that. <laughs> Obviously, it's not like that. So, um, oh, yeah, secondary school, you got sports. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was a guy that used to come and help with the either if he was playing basketball or playing football. Yeah, yeah. There was just another guy that helped out. I don't know if he was paid for it, it was on voluntary work or it was on some scheme, but there was another guy there anyway. So I've, I've been on him for years, uh, and then I bumped into him after secondary school. Can't remember how many years later, and then he says for his fortieth birthday, I'm sure it was fortieth, not fiftieth. Yeah, was it fiftieth? It's a long pause. Anyway, I don't like lying about stuff if I can help it. Um, either he's 40th or 50th, he learned to play saxophone and then he was gigging a few years later. So it just takes dedication. Okay. And then if you keep playing and practicing, watching videos, being taught by someone, you should pick it up in no time. Because obviously everything's like a, I suppose, like code, depending on how you look at things. Yeah, yeah. There's a logic. Yeah, yeah. There's a logic in a code. Well, they have the whole like 10,000 hours rule, don't they? Like, I don't know if you know about that. Y- yeah, I hear about the 10,000. But, uh. You'd done that by the time you were 10, hadn't you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and that's not even boasting. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like, I'd done that. No, when it comes to stage, like, um. Because I kind of. I wouldn't say grew up on stage. Because a lot of the gigs that I did over the years were on different scale. It could be in back gardens. Could be in Richard Branson's house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could be on a cruise ship. Could be in another. Man, country. worked on the cruise ship for a minute, didn't you? I did. I did ten years on enough. Ten years on the cruise ship. Are you still at the the Jiggity Jam House? Still did the Jam House. Jam House last. Every last Thursday. Every month. last Thursday. Why am I they're... giving people this information? Because because it actually because they don't know what instrument to play, so it's cool. Yeah, exactly. But every last other. Although uh, I sound the... like how I look. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if, we, if you come to the jam house and you, you you happen to be there on a salsa salsa night, and then you look on stage, you're, you're gonna be like, "Ah, oh, that's the guy that knows Steve." You can exactly. Just yeah. He, he and... just looks sexy, and his voice would match. There you go. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I mean, you're my boy, so yeah. Let's go with. Is the sexy guy on stage? 
in comparison to the rest of them. No, I don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Just uh, it's just a bit of self confidence, not wrong. Yeah, of course. Uh, but Jam House last Thursday. Every last Thursday. Every last month. like it's a weird comment. It's like basically yeah, but it's check a- out the Jam House website for their salsa night. Yeah. If I didn't have to get up at half past five on a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. On those days, I would go there on a regular, and there was a space in time when I used to go there on a regular, and it used to be really good fun. Um, I know there's a couple of girls at my gym um, who do go to salsa. Who Steve hasn't introduced me to. No, but um, shout out Kitty and man says that is my boy and all that you know. So oh yeah, we we're best friends. And uh, the four of us, the quadruple, and this and that, the quad. Uh, and he's got girls that come to the gym house that don't come and talk to me. Anyway, let me sip, let me sip my drink. Anyway, so there's a few girls at the gym who go to salsa, and what's the other one? Like the Brazilian version. There's another version, isn't there? And I don't know what the word is. Um, but it's kind of like salsa. But anyway. Oh, uh. We can do the K? Kazumba. Kazumba. So, like, Kazumba and salsa girls at the gym, Kitty and Mel, like, smashing up the dancing thing. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Maz to, uh,. Ask for Kitty and Mel. Did you say Kitty and Mel? Kitty and Mel. Yeah. Um, Kitty and Mel in the place. They might be. Um, and they're loving it right now. Kitty's like she used to. She's an S and C coach at my gym, but she's also like she used to do like a lot of zumba. But she used to dance back in her younger days. Okay. And I'm saying younger days, and she's like 24. Good body. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's one of my professional was coaches. Sigh? Was that a really nice sigh? Of, ah. <laughs> I says good, ah! good body, and you went ah. That was, this is one of my professional, because I am an S&C coach, but no one knows this because we don't talk about this on the podcast, but I'm an S&C coach, Kit is an S&C coach, so she is more one of my professional work colleagues. S&C stands for? Strength and conditioning, okay, I am strong and fit, and all of the other things that go with it. All right, um, all right good. But she's one of my professional co- colleagues, um, she can dance, loves to dance, will dance, and Mel... Uh, is in the process of learning. She loves it. She was at a big uh, Birmingham Uni Kazumba, Mazumba um, collaboration thing a few weeks ago. Um, okay. So there's a few girls at the da- at the gym who are really into dance. Which which, one, which one's Kazumba again? Is that the uh, kind of the the aerobics one? No, no, that's Zumba. That's Zumba. Yeah, Zumba's the aerobic one. Yeah, Kizomba's the sensual dancing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hips, yeah, yeah. Hips are touching hips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All um, right, then. We have a Zumba teacher at the gym as well. Okay. Um, uh, that's uh, Yasmin. Uh, she has a... I think she has an Instagram page at the Zumba, and she has like a class where there's about 50 people turn up on a weekly basis. Yeah. Zumba queen. Um, All right. But yeah. Anyway, going back on professional track then. So where do you see your musical journey ideally taking you if you could like if you could pick the train line, catch the flight, buy the ticket and end up in an ideal location? You, you know what? I've, I've been thinking... And I know that's a tough question with music because you're always like when we have like the off microphone conversations like music's a tough world. Yeah, cuz not, pa- pass me I your glass while you talk. I'm saying I don't want much. I, want I just I don't not necessary because I, I kind of know 
here's something that not many people know about me when I was uh, do I know this I don't think you do I don't think it's that important because people kind of seen it now but um, and I'll answer the question eventually Ah, (laughs) but this is a 20 minute podcast in an hour by James is it an hour already no no we're at 36 minutes but we haven't got a time limit okay it's just whether people listen this long I keep it interesting um I keep it short as short as possible. <laughs> so when I was young, I, I was given this cassette tape, right? And it was about the music industry and then the dark things that happen in the music industry and the sacrifices that people make. In that the must industry. have been one of those cassette packs, not just it, one. It wasn't. It was just one cassette, right? And it, it, it spoke about like hidden messages in music, stuff that's being played backwards, companies and artists trying to get into people's minds with what they're producing and the music that they're doing. And it kind of put me off. And I thought, there must be a way of being able to make music without having to make certain sacrifices and make a living. So the answer to your question is, all I want to do is be able to make a living. Okay. I'm not actually trying to become super rich. I don't think there's a need to be super rich. But just to be able to, say, take a holiday when I feel like. Yeah. um, I can possibly do that now. The money that I'm making is by actually being a performer, not production. Okay. So I'd like to make a bit more money um, on music production or uh, a higher income and a stable, a more stable income. So, so I suppose my question to you then, and you might not know the answer to this, is how does a person in your situation do that? So what 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 what's the want and need? Uh, how does that how does that happen? I, I do not know the answer to that question. Because I, I know that, like, for me as a coach, like, I know that for me to be able to do those things that you want to do, but in my in my world, mm. it's finding high quality clients that can afford the service mm-hmm. and are going to carry on for a prolonged period of time, and almost in essence, they just put me on a retainer. So I have like four or five clients who I train two, Mm -hmm. three times a week and they, every month they're just like, here's a bag of money. I'm going to come to the gym when I come and you're going to train me. And I'm like, cool. And you charge, I charge what I charge for that. And they get what they get for it. And in essence, like some of those people I know are just like, well, you are my coach. You are my person. I won't go anywhere else unless you either die or quit coaching. And I suppose like it's the same for you, right? Like, surely you want artists that are like, you're my lobster, like you're my producer. I, I think I'm gonna have to start looking at it that way because I've always tried to break new artists. But the older you get, you kind of realize that the industry is based upon not necessarily anyone's skill set, but how much money they've got because you've got to invest. Yeah. So, um, I think. With that in mind, I'd have to find like artists or people that want to be artists that are already sitting on some money that can actually afford my services yeah. as well as afford to promote themselves. Yeah, because I think like although our like professional worlds are different, yeah. I think we sit in a world financially to a degree that's kind of the same. Where like I get a client inquiry, mm-hmm. client X is like, "What up, Steve? I heard you're pretty good at your job." Like, how much is it? And I'm like, oh, it's X. 
Mm. And they're like, cool, I'm going to pay you W. And I'm like, well, that's not the price. And they're like, okay, well, I'll pay you X, but I'm going to pay you X in a month's time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, no, you don't get to try before you buy. Like, my hours are my hours. My time is my time. And you end up in a world where people are bartering with you all the time, thinking that they think that you need them. Yeah. And more than I, they need you sort of thing. But, yeah. like, if you're top of your game, like I, like I think you are, yeah. like, you're that guy... Give me my money. Yeah, but music music feels backwards. It's either that or my approach so, is backwards. Because people people can sing or they say that they can sing or have some skills in singing. They need someone to produce them, but they never got any money. Okay. So are you good enough at your job to make me sound like I can sing? Yes, definitely. Is that because I can vaguely sing or because you're that good? It's because I'm that good. Okay. I, can, I can make someone that can't sing sing. I've had singers that aren't really that great at singing. And I've, I've been tuning people's vocals manually before auto-tune, before Melodyne, before all of these AI tuning or plugins. Been tuning people since back then, like okay. before 2000. 2003, I've been tuning vocals by hand. Back before 2003, we were, we were MCing as a group, so you didn't really need to be in tune. You just needed to have some attitude. When I started working with R&B singers, and uh, yeah, what well, R&B singers say, um, some people sang greatly. They had the gospel training, or they sang somewhere. Yeah, where yeah, they yeah, had yeah. Skill. They 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 honed their skills, and then I had people that. Could sing a little bit, but had no teaching, so they needed coaching, and I was able to coach them to a degree. And when I had enough of them not being able to sing exactly how they needed to, I just did the work myself. And it was not just quicker. Not necessarily me singing, but just to tune their vocals to where it needed to be. So even like now, when I'm recording singers, I make sure that they pronounce the words. There's no breakages in their voice, and then. I do the the rest. If they sing, the, the more the more the singing key, the be, the better it the better it is. But if if they're not that great at singing, I can at least put do, them in place. Does that make you think that the music industry is a little bit broken? Because if you can do that with the with the access to things that you have, which I don't know what that is. So like, mm. I'm making an assumption that like, even as good as you are, you don't have the same access to certain tools that other producers may have and I am making a massive assumption there so you can be like shut up nah um, so are there artists out there who you're just like man these guys are frauds was uh, that too too strong a question for you to answer it's, 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 it's a hard one to, to answer because um, even those artists that can sing are still being tuned up yeah, yeah. And, and manufactured and it's only because music isn't live anymore. It's all done on computer. Yeah, yeah. Everything's tuned perfectly. So whatever instrument I use, being bass, keyboard, yeah. violins, horns, sax- saxophones or whatever. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, just flute. Just tell it, keep talking. So all the instruments are tuned perfectly. So when a singer comes along and sings, even they might even just be slightly out of key, 
they sound hugely out of key because of the spectrum that they're in. Whereas back in the day where there was a bass guitarist and his instrument might not be tuned perfectly, and you got a grand piano or, a, or an upright piano that wasn't perfectly tuned from how yeah, many yeah. times it's been used. You know, the guitarist is probably tuned it to the piano and he's played it a little while and his guitar's slightly out of tune from how he started off in the beginning before the session. Things all I've never things, things I've never thought about. Yeah, people won't think about them, so all these things come come into play. So when a singer sings, the singer doesn't have to be that great or has to maintain his pitching that well because everything else is skewed is, anyway. It's skewed yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I find it quite interesting, like, the music side of life. Because, so while I, I never really had a relationship with my dad, my dad was a very good musician. Okay. So, like, he could play guitar. Mm-hmm. He could play piano. Like, he could play harmonica, if that counts. He could sing. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've always had he this... He gave you nothing, did he? <laughs> <laughs> he gave you fuck all. I mean... He gave you, I mean, he gave you sports. He didn't even give me that. My mom gave me sports. I mean, and that, and that's why my dad was an absent father because he gave me nothing. But that's a, an emotional podcast for another day, probably. Okay. But anyway, but I find it quite interesting because, like, when you talk to the people on my dad's side of the family, mm. like he was very musical. His sister was very musical. All my all my auntie's children are very musical, mm-hmm. and I was never given an instrument. And I okay. think like I missed a trick there. Whereas, like, I think, like, I had that streak. If I'd been given an instrument as a child, I would have been very good at it. And I suppose I think there's like a window of opportunity, and I think that's the same for everyone. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I look at like the things that like that side of my family do, like, I think that's why I'm so musically intrigued, and why I listen to so much music because I don't own a television. Like, you're in my flat. There is no yeah, television yeah, yeah. here. Like, all I do is listen to audio. Like, so I listen to music, I do listen to books, I do listen to podcasts, but as a general rule, I'm like, music, 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 music. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, there's there was a window of time that I just missed, like, and my dad, no. in in his short period of time that he was around, he bought me a guitar, and then I wanted to smash it over his head, rather than play it. Yeah, so it's... Because he was just like, I'm a guitarist, but I'm not going to father you, but here's a guitar. But anyway... Yeah, but you don't have to see some. If you wanted to be a guitarist, or you wanted to be a musician, it would have been a death metal guitarist at that point in my life. I doubt it. Rage. Nah, <laughs> nah, I think you would have probably been a. You you would have probably been. Uh, what's what's the guy's name now? Santana. Nah, come on. It's from it's from it's from. <laughs> it's from um. I can't remember his name, and that's a mad disrespect. I, I think he's from Wales originally, and he went to to America. And he plays with D'Angelo, and he's done some other stuff that I only found out he played okay. with other people. You know his name when his name pops up. Ed Sheeran. No, old school. Think D'Angelo, who played bass guitar for D'Angelo. <laughs> Tall I'm... white guy. Okay, <sighs> we're gonna skip over this because neither of us know. You can Google it if you want. Yeah, but where's my phone? Uh, you had it in your hand then. I can't believe I can't remember his name. But what, where was where were we heading? Yeah, what I was saying, if you were going to be a musician, I would have been a musician. You would have been a musician, yeah, for sure. But you still have love for music, yeah. and you'll listen to music as much as you want to, and that's where your yeah, yeah, yeah. passion is. Yeah, of course. You don't need to be 
wanting to make it. No, but I think there was just like a window of time where I'm like, ah, that could have been me. Um, again, if you wanted to, you, I still you, could. You, you, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. only forty three. I've still got another uh, million years on this planet. Although, if it was a hundred years ago, Pino that, Paladino. Oh, cool. oh, how could you not remember that? It's it's not a very common name. Is <laughs> no, it? not exactly. That's why you should remember it. Yeah, but it's just not one one of them names that. Anyway, if you list, if you end up listening to this podcast, Pino. No, I'm, I'm, I'm at him at it. I'm gonna like when I start when I post it. I'm gonna be like at Pino Palablino. Sorry. Yeah, but you see, you, you would have been the guitarist version of him, I reckon. Okay. Although I don't think Pino's a, uh, I don't think he he would class himself as an R and B based guitarist. Yeah. I'm so, not sure what he would actually class himself as, but he he did lots of different stuff. He did. I'm not gonna say commercial stuff, but he did more commercial. He did oriented. stuff that wasn't. Just R and B. He did other genres. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I, I I watched a YouTube video and they were talking about his his um, prowess. Is that the word? Yeah. yeah. He was talking about his his musical skills. Yeah. yeah. And I was very fascinated because I knew he played with D'Angelo and he's, yeah. he's done stuff with possibly the Roots or maybe that circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the other stuff I didn't know. Okay. I'm like, wow. Okay. So then my nice. respect for, my respect for people like that goes up further. Fair enough. That's good. So, obviously, you're a big Roots fan, which means you're a big Questlove fan. I wouldn't class. I wouldn't not big, but of, like, I'm but, not a fan of anyone. If I like your music, I like your music. If okay. I don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there is anyone that is a hundred percent. No, but curveball question. Yeah. So Questlove, and I think this is true fact. So it might be wrong, and someone might kind of like write a comment after this. So Questlove and the Roots were involved in the writing of the music for Hamilton, the stage show. I didn't know that. Have you ever seen or listened to it? No. Do you know what it's about? No. Okay, you should do that. But just put that on your to-do list. Okay. And then we'll leave it there with, with the podcast. So basically Hamilton is a stage show. It's a musical bit from, from America, isn't it? Yeah, but it's in rap. Yeah. And it's in hip-hop. So it's it's it's... It's. Um, I didn't know they had. Any, I didn't know they had anything to do with it. Yeah, so it's performed in hip hop and rap about the American Revolution, mm. and my my understanding, and I hope I haven't got this wrong, is that Questlove and the Roots were involved in that writing process. Okay, it's very good. It's coming to uh, Birmingham next year as well. So good. if you've never seen a stage show, you've never been to a theatre, not making an assumption, you should do that. Yeah, that I. I I will do it, but I, I could say because I've worked on cruise ships, I've never been a fan of that sort of style of performing arts. Okay, I get that. For instance, like Cats and the uh, Joseph and his Technicolor. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. It's. I get it. I don't want to disrespect it because it's an art form. Yeah, yeah, but it's not for you. It's not for me. Yeah, yeah. And it seems it seems if, if you want to use it in in commercial terms, it's cheesy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I appreciate that. Mm. If nothing else, you should maybe just like even on your Spotify, listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. Listen to a bit of it. No, but you see, what for what you're saying, I could imagine going to a going to the the theater to watch this show. 
and being able to nod my head to the music that's happening. Yeah, yeah. In- instead of like, and it's all like, it's there's a flow and there's a rap and the guy who wrote it, who I can't remember his name, like he was obviously he in America he performs in it as well. He's definitely not going to perform in it at the Hippodrome in Birmingham. Okay. But I saw it in Victoria in London a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And a man's going to check his text message on the poddy. But anyway. <laughs> I'm, uh, listening to, I'm listening to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm checking for my glasses, which I left in the Uber. Yeah, this is true. Um, went to see it in Victoria in London a couple of years ago. And it was like the best thing that I'd ever seen on stage. Yeah. And I will hands up. I will admit, I like a stage show. I like a musical, like. Um, but it was just like it was amazingly different as well. Like I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit. Like I like a little bit of chitty chitty bang bang. I like a little bit of sound of music. Like I like that cheesy sing along a little bit. But also like bringing that down to like what Hamilton was. I was like, this this shit is amazing because it's so engaging. It's like three and a half hours long and like it goes like that okay um and that was having seen it on disney plus beforehand in the lockdown in mm-hmm. the lockdown in lockdown and then having listened to the soundtrack and then seeing it live it was still like even then after having probably engaged with it two or three times before went to the, the live stage show was like this okay. is amazing like um, okay. And maybe I'm just an easy sell. Nah, um, but there's something like, for like, you. Like, like, like I said, I worked on cruise ships. I get that. On and off for ten years, and I've been invited to watch the shows, and I've probably sat through some shows. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's not for me because there's, there's a lot of dancing, and although I, I supply music for people to dance to, I'm not a dancing person. No, you're not. So. Um, I mean, I'll take the piss now and again and I might grab a girl's hand and I might spin around and whatever. Yeah, but spin around the, twice and be like, what's up? Yeah, that, that's just messing around and I try yeah. and show it a, a bit of interest but I supply music for a living so that's where I just want to mm. sit. That, that's where my lane is. Yeah, 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 I get that. So when it comes to those sort of shows, I'm watching them and it's just like, I want to live in America. Yay! It's, it's a bit is like... Five O Goes West? I'm not even sure which musical it is, and you. I don't hope sure you don't get done for copyright, but because I, I know I sang it more spot on. <laughs> Somebody's gonna sample that and use it now because it's because it's how crisp it was. Yeah, but yeah, it's just not, it's not my it's, it's not my sort of thing. No, okay. I, I think I think if you can't play at home as a as a record or as a hip hop track or a reggae track or a calypso yeah, yeah. track or a dance track. See, that's interesting because. I will play the Hamilton soundtrack here on my ones mm. and skip around my flat singing it because like some of the tracks are like they're like that they're like normal music or are they like musical music they're normal music but they're also musical music but you kind of like I think like because I've seen it as well I'm like oh, I'm, I'm into this like but I'm, you know I, I, am, I think that's I one for you that, yeah that's one for you to like think about so we spoke about music quite a lot. Yeah. We're we're pushing fifty five minutes, longest podcast. That's fine. That's cause... Cause I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm an interesting bruh. <laughs> That's right. Very interesting. <laughs> um, and and most, I'm not... pe- most people won't get this much out of me, and I know you've done a lot of the talking as well. Yeah, I'm a very but, quiet person. But do a lot do you of know... listening. So any ladies listening, right? Man's a good shopping listening. himself. Yeah, you gotta. 
No one ah. else is going to shop you. This is true. Uh, and I'm not I'm not in a rush to get this over with, so it's not even about rushing to it. But we've spoken about you and the music You've industry. You've already paid me for an hour. Sorry? You've already paid me for an hour. Uh, I've got four minutes and 53 seconds then <laughs> to talk about our friendship. <laughs> Shut um, Nah, missing about. Carry on. Nah. Um, so moving like moving on from like the professional stuff, like, you've done the jingle, we've spoken about your music life. We have been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, talk about our friendship. Because I feel like this is the pillar. This is the pillar podcast of how I move forward podcasting. Because the one thing that I've I've always been, like, told is that, like, I'm good at talking, I'm good at interviewing, I'm good at, like, engaging. Mm. But people don't know a lot about me other than what I tell them. And my short story is, I'm a basketball player. I really support mental health. And I like to lift weights, and I like music. But but you see, because of who I am, which is also probably a letdown. I don't ask enough people questions. Okay, ask me five questions. Go. I, I probably I probably feel like I'm I'm the the least nosiest person you'll probably meet. And that's good. Because some people are nosy for the wrong reasons. Yeah, people ask too many questions. Yeah, yeah. I don't ask any. And I'm practicing asking people a few things because I've learned some stuff. Okay. So, what so I know practice off, on me then. What I know of Steve, if people want to know, right? I met Steve through Ken. Ken Ken? Kenny Ken. Mutual friend of ours. So I think they played basketball together back in the day. Kenny used to bully me, but that's another story. That is not possible. I know, like he's a like four foot six and I'm like nine foot twelve. Yeah, exactly. But he was part of the crew and I was not so he was like the mob mentality right okay it, yeah he didn't want to he didn't want to let down his side yeah okay yeah, yeah and yeah. then i was just it, sick he, he was being a product of his area upbringing exactly and yeah. i was just this um slick out of <laughs> this guy just said slick anyway <laughs> uh, i was this um out of area pretty good basketball player they got dropped into a group of probably 20 players mm. and I was pretty good at playing sports and I think some people in that group didn't like it. Okay. And then Kenny was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a start of a beautiful relationship. But anyway, you carry on talking. Yeah, so um, I, don't, I don't know how... how... Steve was just a, <coughs> another one of those guys that like hip hop music um, and I suppose if you think back to 20 years ago it's longer than that but, la- but, la- but la- we'll la- round la- it up la- yeah round, round it up <clears throat> I would say that there wasn't you know I'm going to say there's not many people in my circle who are white that like hip hop music so do you know what's quite interesting the fact this is an audio podcast and people might, might not know that I'm white did you want them to know this? I don't really care. You, you, you but, it, but it is. Yeah, it's cool. No, no, no. I've done been white for a while. <laughs> 43 years. <laughs> All right. And I'm a, I'm a black guy. So <laughs> if any of my comments offend you, you're just weak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've known this guy 20 years. So there's, there is no racist bone in any one of us. No. Nah, and there's no colour 
anything. You, yeah, but I just like to be descriptive so people understand <laughs> the mentality or the thinking behind some some ah. things. Are we yeah. getting cancelled on episode three? <laughs> if, it, if you cancelled that, that means you're happening. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I get twenty five likes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you just you just not to say that you were cool because you liked hip hop music, but that's what we were doing at the time. My glasses, yeah. Okay. So we were just listening to hip hop music, and that was my introduction to hip hop as well. Because again, I came from a reggae and calypso background, played in that sort of music and in bands. So my hip hop introduction came from outside family, so friends. So, you know, we all merged together with our love for a different genre that we probably didn't grow up listening. I don't think Ken's, Ken's mixed race, so I don't know if his upbringing was, was, uh, was hip hop. I'm not going to say that his dad listened to hip hop. Nah. I don't think his mom. I know his mom loves Dennis Brown. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> his mom's like my sister. My sister's like ah Dennis Brown, and I'm just like really. Yeah. So but yeah, for those of you who don't know who Dennis Brown is, is there a, a a veteran reggae artist who's passed away? Passed away a couple of decades ago, I reckon now. But yeah, so um, <coughs> Ken's upbringing isn't reggae. Carl Mexican Mexican. He's another one, mixed race. Uh, I, can't, I don't know what his mum listened to. I can't think back to what her catalogue of music would be. But it wasn't hip hop. James out here just racially tagging everyone. I'm just saying, like, the, yeah, the, the, mix, the, people a verbal, the mix of our friendship yeah. or friends. Yo, it's eclectic as, as it goes. It's very eclectic as, as the background and, and upbringing that we all have. Yeah. Even like Glenn. Now, Glenn, Glenn's a black guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and if you throw Gareth in there as well. You can throw Gareth in there, although I don't know Gareth as well as yeah. the rest of yours, because Gareth is is very quiet, kind of like myself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, but like... So then you've got Glenn, who's a black guy. Uh, I'm not going to say that his family background is very musical in, in, in such sense. Like, if you come to my house back in the day, you'd always hear music. When you go around yeah. to Glenn, you wouldn't always hear music. Yeah. Yeah, 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 now I get that. Yes, so, so for Glenn, Glenn introduced me to Garage and, and Techno. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking to myself, how's this guy listening to Techno? And Glenn, and Glenn will play me like, bad day, bad day, but what that day. I'm thinking, yo, this man's bringing something different to the table. Everybody brought. But that's what I like about flavor. the friends that I've got because yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody came with something different and we all then found common ground, whether it was hip hop. Whether it was garage, whether it was uh, R and B. I mean, I hated R and B when I was younger because it was for the girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Hip hop was man's things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you get older and you find that you you, you have to like R and B. Yeah, yeah. And there's certain R and B tunes that you just have to like because of how they are. But yeah, so that that was where our friendship kind of started. Where it was more or less for the love of music. I didn't have common ground with you guys playing basketball because I wasn't really a sports person. No. Um, and then we've just kind of carried that on for years it was always about hip hop when we all came together you were a smoker but I don't remember you smoking nah not yeah, my I used, I used to smoke and a few of us used to smoke I'm not going to say who and who smoked not sure if they want all that information out nah. there. although I've said who's the race and what background they had so I kind of went in a little bit deep but with no disrespect anyway of course never so um yeah, and I can't say who who and who smokes because again people got jobs. 
Yeah, that's yeah, true. Some jobs are a bit stupid. No, but that was like 20 years ago. Yeah, but some jobs are still stupid about who yeah, smokes yeah, yeah. what. Yeah, yeah. Whether people are still smoking whatever they're smoking. But anyway, but anyway, we digress. We digress a little bit. But yeah, so um, that's as much as I know about Steve. He likes basketball. I mean, you sold likes- me really short then. You were like, he turned up one day as a basketball player. He liked sports. He liked hip-hop. And you just summed up our 20 years of friendship. In... Because I'm a person, I'm, I'm that I'm that person that if if we get on, we get on. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone has to get on, but if we get on, we get on. Yeah, and that, and that's cool. And I th- I, I find that like, the interest. Oh, and we got love for rums. Love love for rums. Now, how many white people? Are, is this podcast going to get cancelled now? If yeah, white? totally. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just re rebrand it and but come I, out. But see, I worked on cruise ships, and I've been on a cruise ship where I'm one in five, maybe six black guys on this cruise ship. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Indian workers, a lot of Philippine workers, a couple of UK workers. Back then, there was there was hardly any other integration. So it's Indian, white, <laughs> Philippine. James is out here just trying to get me cancelled and just naming all of the nationalities. Why not though? Why not? But see, yeah, but there's. So we speak the truth. We speak the truth. So imagine being one in six black guys. So I'm, that's what I know. Like white guys are not rum drinkers nah. because. I'm drinking rum and I'm introducing people to rum yeah, and they're yeah, like, ah, yeah. this is too harsh and they prefer lagers. See, and, and the thing is like, lagers, Stella's, you want to fight, you want to straighten her, come on, let's have it. Like, and, and what, this is like the one thing that I like, I constantly remember about like our upbringing when we used to go out, like we used to come around to yours, hmm. like you'd have a bottle of something that no one had ever seen. <laughs> Like, or you would have that one big bottle that had got a shot of everything you'd ever seen inside it. Like, and it would just be like, fucking the devil, devil juice. Oh, the devil sweat. The okay. devil sweat, that was it. <laughs> yeah. So we'd have a shot of the devil sweat. I think the first time I ever came to your house, we drank devil sweat, I swore. And then you were like, don't swear, my dad's in the next room. I never met your dad before. I don't think I've ever really met your dad. Nah. Not face to face. Yeah. And I think I was just like, fuck. And you were like, shh. And then we walked up to Mosley. Yeah. Um, and drank more rum. Um <laughs> But yeah, like I think, like that you're right there. Like the one defining factor and the one connecting thing, obviously, is like that we all like a good rum. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we are podcasting with Doctor Ema's uh, ship's physician, which was a birthday present, which is fifty seven percent, which has kicked us both in the ass. To be fair, when we sipped it, because we always like to try it unmixed, uniced, yeah, uncitrus. That is that is a rule. If you introduce to a, a, a drink for the first time, sip it. You got to taste it first. Yeah. And then decide if it needs chasing or ice. There or you go. There you Do go. It properly. So shout out to Badger, one of my clients for hooking me up with that for my birthday a couple of weeks ago, but that punched us both in the gut. I don't know, it's our yeah, age the, or Yeah, my esophagus is damaged. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, twenty years of friendship summed up in he's a basketball player. He I, know, likes I, know rum. It, I know it doesn't sound much, but you got to remember as well a lot of those years I was out of the country. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're also like, I think like the the reality of all of that is for all of us is that's like just that's a real friendship though because it's basic. Like, there's no complexity to it. Exactly. Like we we get along on a level. Mm-hmm. Like I respect you for what you do as a living, vice versa. Exactly, and we respect each other as humans for mm-hmm. how we treat people. Yep. 
And I think the one thing that like you kind of like you the underlying or the underpinning thing with friends is that you have the same moralistic direction mm-hmm. and you treat people the way that you you, you treat people how I treat people, yeah. which in turn is like how we want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. And you know, we both of us and all four or five of us in that friend circle live in a world now where we don't necessarily talk as much as we want to. But when we do come together... It's nothing but love, in it? Yeah, and yeah. the jokes... Pure joke. Pure jokes from back in the day. And I always think about that time when Kenny bought the white shoes and he was in his house and he was like, can I wear the white shoes? And I was like, yeah, the white shoes look sick. And then he got in the taxi and I was like, the white shoes look whack. And he had a full-on <laughs> meltdown. Yeah. And for at least like three weekends when we used to go to like, clubs he was like can i wear the white shoes yeah you can wear the white shoes he's like you sure i'm like yeah yeah, yeah." white shoes white or cream not the ones that were in that picture that was at the keel castle no no the the ones that i had on that were the wrong size oh that was you that was me that was on ken's um stag when the guy was like you can't come in in your plimsolls because obviously i I always wear i I always wear sneakers everywhere and the man was like, what size are you? I'm like a 12. And he was like, I've got these size 9 <laughs> white shoes that you can wear to get into the dance. And I got vexed and I wore them. And there's a, picture, should... there's a picture somewhere. Maybe that should be the picture for the podcast if we can find it. <laughs> because there's a picture of me in size 9 winkle pickers trying to get into the club just to stay with the I, stag. I shouldn't be allowed to laugh because I was at the stag do. But because I supplied... Um... I think I supplied the music, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, well, I supplied a couple of speakers and, 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 yeah, and yeah. some music. So I had to carry that shit home. And then I tried to I tried to contact everyone to find out where they were and where they were going. And it was long, so I stayed home. And then I woke up with this with the picture of the shoes. Bro, them shoes are going to haunt me. Because For the rest of your life. Yo, trust me. Because and the, this is what I they find. They were battered as well. Yeah, you know, they Mate, they were matted. And I'm a shoe guy. <laughs> so it made it worse because I'm a shoe guy. Yeah, like, man, if you could man. see the camera off angle, there's like 20 pairs of Air Jordans and Air Force Ones that are fresh as fuck. And I got these matted white... Didn't you, didn't you tramp... I see this is a Caribbean thing for back in the day. When you're tired... When you got like old shoes that you want to wear around the house, like you just put your foot in it. And it doesn't matter what, you know, the... the, the, the... No, the back was Brook. <laughs> like, it was a size 9 and I was a size 12. You turned turn them into mules, innit? Yeah. Basically, yeah. And I was on the dance floor and I ended up taking them off and holding them in my hands. And the, and the bouncer was, I put the shoes on. I felt like I was the stag. <laughs> and it was my stag night and I was being done over. And in the end, I left. You, you had to leave. I had to leave because the shoes just didn't fit and I couldn't dance. And my feet were hurt. That place isn't even that great. Cause no, because I've done a gig in there. You worked in there. Yeah. I mean that that brings it down even worse because I ended up going there at four in the morning. But see, I played I, I played an instrument. Cause I remember I remember now that I haven't told anyone what instrument I played. <laughs> so that was that was close. But I, I worked in a band. I worked with this uh, artist who he went viral for uh, for veget vegans basically, and he. He did a he did a rap about a cucumber, <laughs> and it went viral. So anyway, I was on his UK tour, 
and then we did a gig in Birmingham, and it was at the Keel Castle. It, it was there. That doesn't count as a gig. That doesn't count as a gig. The Keel Castle does not count as a gig. I could book to sing at the Keel Castle this Saturday, and they would not say no. It, it, I've I've worked in so many different venues, and to be fair, that that part of that venue for the tour was the worst one. Bro, I'm not surprised. I've been in there probably more times than I should have been. Yeah. It's because it's open late, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's open until like 6, 7 in the morning, isn't it? Yes. And it's a dive. Which is great, and it's good and bad in its equal parts. I I don't want to diss it because I've not been there any other time. That was the only one time I've been there. and I've, I've been there way too much. People were just staring at us. It's like Birmingham crowds are probably one of the driest. Is, it, is that because we were to too cool? Nah, nah, I think it's just reggae music. It depends on what what genre you're playing. And I, I find when it comes to reggae, you're dealing with people that maybe smoke too much weed and just want to stare at you while you're playing. They're in a zone. Fair enough. That must be the only reason. I just want to dance. Every, everywhere else I've been to, people are just crazy. Like they're on something else. Yeah, probably are. <laughs> was you was you a warehouse? Did you come to warehouse with me, Carl and Kenny? Warehouse in Manchester. Nah, nah. nah. That was, that was they, a they, they didn't carry me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so anyway, I think like after an hour and what's pushing fifteen minutes, um, what is your final word? My final word, if you can support. Steve's podcast. <laughs> please, all. please do so. No, if you can support this guy as a musician, support this guy as a musician. Yes, see, that's the kind of friends we are. We support each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to come on the next man's podcast and just talk about myself and what I do. So, but yeah, you can follow me on all these different social media platforms. Yeah, well, what is it? What? 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 Give, give, what? What's the tag? At just type in elevation. I just spell it. Spell it like this: Y, double L, A, V for Victoria. A T I O N. Who's Victoria? I had to put the the, the policeman's alphabet in there because um. You don't want to get arrested. Some, some people are kind of deaf. Did he say V? Did he say B? Okay, so now you've ruined it. So go so again at. <clears throat> so elevation. Just type Y double L A V A T I O N, and you should find me on Instagram which I'm kind of on more than anything else. You'll probably find me on Facebook as well. Don't add him on Facebook. That's too, 2018. It's too close. Yeah. Uh, apparently that's for old people. So <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm there. <clears throat> uh, Twitter I'm not on as much. And I'm going to try and sort out my TikTok. Man's uh, stretching this out way too much. Your Instagram was fine. Yeah, just find me there. Because that's where everybody's Just at. find me there, sir. Alright, good. Yeah. So, final question from me. Yeah. In 10 seconds, you need to list three albums that you listen to all the way through, on repeat, no skips. Go. Damn. Uh, I'm, I'm such a... Five, four, Nah, man, you three, can't ask a question two. like that. Nah, you're not going to even lack off this... Look, I'm such a random person, right? If you knew what was on my playlist on my phone or on my uh, music, three station, albums, go, man! Stop being a little three, bitch. Three albums. 
I, you know what? I'll have to narrow it down to hip hop. Three albums that I enjoyed, right? <clears throat> Not even so much enjoyed. Here, here we go. So, tr- uh, Slum Village. Which one? <sighs> the one what's got climax on it. What's it called again? Oh, look at him throwing it my way. Fantastic okay. volume number two. Okay. There you go. There you go. Right. The reason why I picked that album because I don't need a reason. Just pick the albums. I have to play. I have to give a reason. When I first, when somebody first introduced me to that album, I didn't actually like it at first. I still don't like it. But anyway, when I when I it was almost it was, it was almost like when I had a spliff and I was with the right company. Yeah. yeah. That album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. And the other two, I'm gonna have to big up J Cole and um and 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 what's the other guy that they kind of. Pairing them two as the two newest hip hop artists, J Cole and Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. So, quick question then, mm-hmm. because you've said that. I know those that... two albums more than any other new album. Okay, so quick question because I didn't know you were gonna say that. So for me, mm. Kendrick doesn't make enough music to be great. Mm. You've got under three minutes to discuss that fact. Do you think Kendrick Lamar makes enough music to be considered great at making music? Nah, I don't think it has to be a point of making them a lot of a lot of music. So you don't think body good music? So you don't think body of work, amount of music? (laughs) So I think Kendrick's great. I think he's really good. Mm. He doesn't give me enough music to want to listen to him. I, I hear that. I get that. But you see, how much a dollar costs? That tune played so much times in my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that track for me made his album. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. That, I, I get that. If that track wasn't on that album, you could. Yeah. You could. Which I find it interesting because, rich. like, I'm a massive J Cole fan, but then I also think J Cole's gone the other way, and now he also almost features on too much music. So now I'm just like, oh. J Cole Ugh. is very, very East Coast. To me, compared yeah, yeah. to Kendrick, yeah, yeah. So, Jay Cole's clever. If you listen to his tracks, you listen to his music and his lyrics. He's clever. That album, I don't know what the album's called off the top of my head. I can't remember because obviously it was ages ago. But that album that that's got um, I can't even remember the name of the song. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> the one with the uh, he's talking about sleeping with a girl for the first time. I know what you mean. He's chatting her up in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That album. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, even even that, his wordplay and, and how he delivers that album. That was a great find. I can't remember who showed me that album there. And, and I enjoyed that album. And I also enjoyed Kendrick's. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is just for the newer school people. But for anyone before, the, 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 those, are my, those are my three. Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. can't. I, I, I really that's, can't. That's pick, a good answer. I can't pick three. There's, not a, there's not a wrong answer. I know there isn't a wrong answer. Because it's, a, ha- it's a hard question. Yeah, because I haven't figured out, like, you know, all the good podcasts in the world, they have a question at the end mm. that just solidifies. Like, I love all the smoke. Yeah, because all yeah, the smoke yeah. are like, okay, if you could have any one person on this podcast, who would it be? Mm. And you're like, Jesus. And you're like, so you need to go get Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. and I haven't quite figured out what the end of my podcast looked like. So you've given me three answers. Mm. We're good. You've given me your thoughts and feelings. 
I know asking a musician about musicians is always tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the next person might be a scientist. And then I might be like, name me your three favourite scientists. And they'll be like, well, can't do that. But you probably can. It might be a silly question to them because they might not look at it like that. But yeah, yeah. They might do. Yeah. It's, everything has a... Things have its common grounds in it. Yeah. All right. Final word. You've got final 10 word. seconds to say your final thing and then I'm going to sign off. Okay. And we've killed this podcast, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From 20 minutes to an hour and 20. I know, right? Literally yeah. an hour and 20. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, whatever you do in life, enjoy it. Be good. And... um yeah, respect each other. That's it. Ten seconds. That's it. I like I've it. I've already bigged Steve up already, so go and check Steve out if if you, if you can be bothered. Check, yeah. Check the elevation out, which is myself. But yeah, just enjoy life. Life can actually run away sometimes. Always check up on your friends. Make sure that they're mentally well. Uh, and just be just be good, man. Enjoy it. I, I, I'm a second that like I'm a big advocate of not just men's mental health but mental health in general check on your people bitches like everybody's going through something that you just don't know so Very don't true. just be like are you okay ask them how are they ask them if they're good ask them if you can help them ask them if there's anything you can do because you would be surprised I made a person cry the other day because I asked them how they was, and that was a good thing. Yeah, because yeah. they needed they needed a hand, they needed a hug, they needed a cuddle. Here's a piece of magic as well. Uh, sometimes your mind might run on someone, like you might think, oh, "I haven't spoken to this person for ages," or "I wonder how such and such is doing." Make that move and and give them a call. They, they didn't turn up on your mind for no reason. Trust me, like. Whatever you believe in, in this world, mm. there's a reason why... Things happen. Yeah, there's a reason why, like, your subliminal was like, is so-and-so okay? Mm. And that's generally because they're not. Mm. And it's, you say that because I walked down the road today and I was like, oh, I messaged so-and-so about something a week ago and I hadn't heard from them for a week and it was a doing thing. Do you want to? X. Mm. And I hadn't heard from them for a week. And I was like, it's really odd that I haven't responded. And then as I thought about it, they responded. And they were like, are you about? I'll call. Yeah, Hollered at yeah, them yeah. on the phone for an hour. They weren't cool. That's why they hadn't responded. Um, but yeah, just just really cementing exactly what James has said there. Like, check on your people. And ask a stranger, man. Like, just check on someone. Like, we all work in different places. But obviously I work... Oh, not obviously. I work in a gym. I come across a lot of people that I don't really talk to on a regular. Mm-hmm. But... Just ask someone if they're all right and if they need anything and if they're good because generally nobody is. Everybody's carrying some shit. They got a sack of shit with a rucksack full of shit yeah, and a but, bin bag full of shit. But there's, peop- there's people, there, there's a lot of people that are actually tuned in. Yeah, yeah. And I hit, when my, my mum passed away in 2013 and I went and did a gig in the Isle of Wight somewhere. So, so well, in the Isle of Wight. <clears throat> and I remember after my set, I went and chilled out by the bus stop. And I was just sitting there, just watching the world go by, minding my own business. And then this this old guy, uh, I say old, he had a grey beard, so he's obviously wise. But That's he, like me, i got a grey beard. I've got a couple of grey strands. But yeah, but this, this old guy just came up and started talking to me and 
what he, what he said kind of made sense. It was almost like somebody sent him to come and talk to me. Yeah, yeah. So because sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I say that to a lot of people. I say, you know, if you want to talk, talk, because um, sometimes it's easier talking to somebody that you don't know as much yep. than it is to talk to a direct family member. Yeah. So yeah, just like things like that, man. People people do appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. it happens at the right time always. The the, right w- time. the world definitely has a way of sending what you need at the right time. Yeah. And sometimes you miss it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. you embrace it. Sometimes you don't. And and sometimes you can be ignorant and they don't wanna. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, we're an hour and twenty four. But don't in. be ignorant. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't be ignorant. Don't be rude. Don't be unkind. And just just ask people how they are. Uh, we're an hour and 24 in this is episode number 3 I hope somebody gets this far like I hope somebody gets an hour and 24 minutes into this to appreciate the fact that this is quite an honest podcast and this is how I want my podcasts to run Mm -hmm. with whoever I interview whoever I talk to I want them to be open dialogue open conversation lots of thoughts thoughts and feelings So let me know if you get this far. James is going to sign off with however he's going to sign off in three, two, one. Peace. He's a basic bitch. I'm going to sign off with (laughs) this is the By Steve podcast, episode number three on Spotify and all of the other Apple Music kind of dialogues where you find your podcasts. I'm done for today. I've enjoyed this. We're going to move on to the next one which will probably be a really short one of me talking about the Denver Nuggets winning a championship ring. And we are out for tonight. Say goodnight, James. Good night. And if you can't be good, be clean. All right. All right. Good. Good.